My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Hey, bloggers. Happy Tuesday, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving in the U.S., and it is this week of Thanksgiving that I typically do three things in my business that I want to encourage you to do as well. The first thing I do is I use this week to change the dates in my blog posts on the site. So for example, if I have um, the best things to do in XYZ City uh, for 2023, then this is the time of year that I would change that to 2024. And there are a few exceptions. We'll go through that. Um, but uh, in general, that's when I do it. And I I want to encourage you, though, not to just change the date, but to actually go into the content and make sure that everything is valid still. And also maybe do a little research and see if there's any new pieces of information that you can add to uh, make that post more up-to-date, unless you just recently did an update on it. The other thing to keep in mind is uh, that sometimes the date isn't just in the title. So you'll want to look through all of your content. Sometimes um, it might say, for example, we... Uh, visited XYZ City in 2023. That's okay, I guess. Uh, but there's going to be other times where you talk about, you know, something that's got a specific date on it. I try so hard to make sure that we're writing everything from an evergreen perspective, but it doesn't always happen. So just don't forget about the inside of your content also. Uh, the only, the other thing I want to uh, remind you guys about is that if you have a date in your permalink, you don't want to change it. When we change the permalink or the URL, it means that we have to start from scratch again. You lose the backlinks, you lose the page authority, you lose uh, just the, the value of that URL, and it is a lot of value. So if you have the date in your URL, um, don't change the date. Most people aren't looking at the URL anyway. I have some really horrible URLs that uh, I had just from the first couple months I was blogging, but they're still uh, around because they're so valuable. So change the title, change the things inside the post, but please don't change the URL. And as you think about um, adding date-specific things or, or articles that have the date in it in the future, think about keeping the date out of the permalink and just changing that same article year after year after year. Now, the exception to the rule, I mentioned I would go over this, um, would be, of course, the seasonal content that we have through the rest of the year. So I'm not going to put 2024 Christmas events up. I'll keep that as 2023. Uh, the other thing would be the summer camps, for example. Um, I'll probably change that title to 2024 and do a check on all of those. But I'll put a note uh, that we're still adding and 
checking on 2024 summer camps. Just so people know, um, you know, we're not done looking, we're still taking um, and, and updating that information. Uh, but, um, but that it is, you know, we have reviewed what is in there. So that's some examples. You might have others, especially if you're outside of travel, but just be mindful of that. You don't, you're not changing everything necessarily. Okay, that's the first thing I do the week of Thanksgiving in here in the US. Uh, the second thing I do is put together my newsletter editorial calendar for the next year. So there is a podcast episode on things you should consider as you're building your newsletter editorial calendar. So I would encourage you to look at that. Uh, just three things that uh, I want to remind you of. First, uh, if you are uh, selling newsletter features or entries as part of your the contracts that you do with brands. So make sure those all get on your editorial calendar. That's the first thing you want to do. The second thing I want you to consider is rotating through the personas. I talked about this a little bit yesterday in the yesterday's uh, episode. But what we like to do, you know, if we've got eight personas, it, it doesn't work out that it's, you know, or rotate perfectly through all eight. But I want to make sure, you know, if one of our personas is coastal vacations, uh, that I don't have, you know, four weeks in a row of coastal vacations. Uh, so rotating through your personas. And then the next consideration is to look through uh, the content that you had in your newsletter this year and see if there's new things you can add next year. Now, that means that you would have had to have kept track of what went into your newsletter. I'd encourage you to do that. I love monday.com for that. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you're going you're gonna to have the same post that you're going to share year after year. For me, it's pumpkin patches. I'm always going to share pumpkin patches. I'm always going to share summer camps. I'm always going to share uh, Christmas events. But there are some posts um, that, you know, are not let's say timely. And I want to make sure that I'm not just sharing the same ones over and over. I want to give a little love to all the content on the site. And I would encourage you to do the same. Okay, so the first thing was changing the date. The second thing was the newsletter editorial calendar. And the third thing I do is identify at least five wins for 2023. Why do we do this? Uh, number one, we want to make sure it's so easy to remember where we failed. I could probably tell you 50 ways that we failed. Uh, it's harder to remember the wins. And I think we've got to document them. And we've got to keep them in our memory bank. So if we get discouraged, we can see that. We can see how we've grown over time. Uh, we can celebrate the wins in the same with maybe more uh, flair than how we uh, commiserate the failures. So I'll share with you uh, three of my wins for 2023. Uh, the first one is we had 100% of our contracts renew, which was very exciting. Uh, the second thing is we finished a product. So uh, it's not up for sale yet, but it is finished. And the third thing is that uh, even with our aggressive purge of the newsletter, uh, we still grew the email list by 10% and maintained a higher than 40, usually a 45% open rate. So 
Those are three things. Even though this was a very difficult year, those are still three of the things that I'll be celebrating. And uh, yeah, I'm still working on the rest of my five. But, um, you know, it's it's just really important to um, to remember the ways that we've won. There's a great book. I can't remember the author now, but it's The Gap in the Gain. I really encourage you to take a listen to that or read it. Uh, I listen. I say listen because I listen to the audio um, because it's a great book about focusing on the gains that we've made instead of the gaps that exist and how it, the psychology of how that helps us. So if you're interested, check that out. But even if you don't check it out, I really encourage you to keep track of where you're winning, what you're doing well. The other reason you want to do it is simply so you can replicate it. So you can do it again next year. That's, you know, if there's no other reason, let it be that one. Okay, so that's it. Change the dates on the on the content on your site. Finish your 2024 newsletter editorial calendar and identify at least five wins that you had in 2023. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.